One year, it was the cheese grater. Someone in my family had a cheese grater in their stocking. Another year, we'll call it the Dickies year, that was the year that a loving family member presented me with the gift of a pack of three fake turtlenecks. It's really just the turtleneck part and then you just tuck a little piece of cloth under your existing shirt and voila, you have a turtleneck. It's a really weird gift, I never used them, but I appreciated the gesture. Then there was the year that at a family gift exchange, I think it was for my wife's family, we all got in a big circle and we were all supposed to bring a gift of a particular value and then we played this weird game called Dirty Santa, I think. And everybody was opening these gifts and stealing gifts and one of the gifts that was brought was a Safeway birthday cake. Somebody bought and brought a birthday cake. This is a weird, weird gift. Uh, this happens to us, right? We have birthday situations, we have Christmas get-togethers, get and people bring gifts, and sometimes the, the gifts are right on the money, but then sometimes you get weird, odd gifts. Can you think of a time recently in your recent history where you uh, either gave or received a weird, odd, kind of goofy gift? Can you think about one of those moments? Yeah, I think we've all had some of those moments where we've maybe had to open a gift in front of friends and family and been underwhelmed, but we couldn't let it show on our faces. Gifts are interesting that way. Let me ask you a different question. Have you ever given or received or, or been present when someone got a gift that was extraordinary, uh, extravagant even, expensive, embarrassingly expensive? I remember uh, one, one time where someone was gifted a car, uh, and it just blows your mind. An extravagant gift. Can you think of a time when that's happened or you've noticed that in, in maybe your family? On Pastor Ben, I'm glad to be with you here on Christmas morning 2022. Today I'm talking about gifts, but I'm not just talking about any gift. I'm talking about times of extravagant gifts and extravagant generosity. This is Christmas, so we've lit all four candles plus the fifth candle in the middle, which is the candle symbolizing Christmas. And that's the day, of course, we commemorate Jesus being born. Let's pause for a, a quick prayer this morning as we celebrate Christmas and talk about extravagance. Would you pray with me? Our Father and our God in heaven, you are awesome and powerful. There is none more generous or extravagant with love than you. Father, help us lean in to what your word says to us today on this Christmas 2022, and may we do that same sort of extraordinary, uh, extravagant giving to those around us. We could bless them with how you blessed us. And so we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. If you have a Bible or device, find uh, the book of Luke, and we're gonna be in chapter seven. And what's happening here is one of Jesus' followers gave him an extraordinary, extravagant gift at the home of a prominent Pharisee whose name is recorded as Simon the leper. There's probably more to that story, right? But while she was giving this gift, she does it with reckless abandon, out of sheer gratitude to Jesus. And not everyone approved. So let's lean into the text this morning in Luke chapter 7, and we're going to start with verse 
36. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with, her, with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you've judged correctly. You've judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. It's, it's an extraordinary story of extravagant generosity flowing from this woman's love and appreciation for Jesus. I mean, who was this woman? How bold, personal, humble. Uh, maybe even scandalous, a very self-effacing gift. I mean, what was she thinking? I think her story is pretty powerful. That her reaction to uh, forgiveness and, and her, her posture of repentance and humility, and, and she reveals just incredible thankfulness for the generous heart of God. I think her story teaches us many things, but one of the things it teaches us is that true, true repentance has no limits, and, and doesn't care about public opinions. And this, this gal re receives real forgiveness from a real Savior. And her reaction, she just can't help but worship Jesus in that moment. What do you think of this story? And you might have a couple of different reactions. Some of them might be natural. You might think, well, didn't she overdo it a little bit? Maybe, maybe it was excessive. When you read the story in, in all of the Gospels that it shows up in, you get more uh, details. Like we think, well, John, actually, John's Gospel names her as Mary. And so there might be more to that story there, that it's Mary who, who wipes his feet with her hair and just breaks this expensive ointment on his feet. And it's worth a lot of money. And Judas, one of the 12, didn't really like it all that much. A lot of different reactions. But what do you think? Do you think she went overboard? Do you think it was inappropriate or unnecessary? And maybe you're, you're thinking right now, and I, I've had the same thought, 
would I ever do that? Would I ever be that radical or extravagant in response to the great love of God? It's a great question to ponder. If you think about it, being completely forgiven, having full forgiveness by Jesus is a most radical gift, extravagant. God gives us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus all that we need for hope and freedom and new, a new way to be human. In incredible generosity, extravagant. And, and like this disciple of Jesus, this, this woman, I think we too can show great acts of, of extravagant love and generosity because he gave so much to us. We love because he first loved us, and we can give because he gave so much first to us. Listen to the wisdom of Proverbs. Proverbs 21, verse 28, or 26 in the New Living Translation states this. Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. The righteous give without fearing that his or her generosity will bring poverty. That's the sort of posture I think we get to enjoy as followers of Jesus. I mean, you and I have been given the gift of full forgiveness. And I think we too can, can show some extravagant love back to our God in overflowing generosity. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And in Ephesians 2.8, Paul also wrote that letter. He adds this, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and it, this is not from yourselves. This is a gift of God. Imagine, if you will, all of us being so extraordinary, extravagant in our giving and generosity that the world around us just thinks we're crazy. What if we could be that sort of people who, who because of God's great love, we're willing to, to be extravagant in our giving and our love for other people? Imagine someone giving a house to someone or giving them a car or, or paying for an entire vacation for them. Or maybe, maybe I don't know, God's going to ask you to, to do something extravagant. Maybe you're the sole supporter of a disciple maker in a foreign country. Or, or you're someone who, who covers the bill for childcare for a single mom so she can work and have a living wage. You see, those are marks of extravagant generosity. And they, I think they're impossible without, without first God loving us and showing what that extravagance looks like. Imagine all of us responding to God's great love by exceedingly extravagant generosity. I think like this, this woman's story, we, we can tell our own story of extravagant gratitude to Jesus. So my only point today for us here on Christmas Day 2022 is for each of us to practice extravagant generosity. Practice extravagant generosity. The scriptures tell us, Matthew uh, chapter 10 verse 8, Jesus says, freely you have received, freely give. And he was speaking to his disciples about the gifts God had given them and they were to share with other people. So may we, this Christmas and as this new year gets rolling around, may we crack open our alabaster jars and spill all the expensive perfume out, fall down and grab the hem of Jesus' garment, or sit on the beach after you've, you've failed yet again, and then hearing Jesus say, do you love me? And we can say, yes, Jesus, you know all things. You know that I love you. You know that we love you. The light, the hope, the joy, the peace, the love all around us, we can share that 
with the world and share the good news that a new king has come. That's the announcement. That's the good news. And we can live the abundant life that Jesus has called us to and wants to bless us with so we can be a blessing to other people. So may you and I this Christmas live and practice extravagant generosity. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, you're awesome and powerful. Teach us the power of a generosity that interrupts the logic of scarcity with the extravagant self-giving divine love that you put inside each of our hearts by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.